welcome to Wielding Legacy. My name is Laura Payne Stanley, and this is your weekly audio insight because the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. As I said, this is an audio insight, and it's one for high achievers, for visionaries, for empire builders, and for power couples. You see, I know that you are here, already creating an impact in your industry. You are here building a legacy for you and your family. And it drives you, it occupies your mind. But through my work as a trusted advisor to extraordinary entrepreneurs, I know you aren't yet reaching your greatest potential in your business, your performance, and in your relationships. Now I'm known with my clients, I am one of their loudest cheerleaders, believing in them often before they do. And yet you can't enroll me in your legacy limiting story. I'm your biggest empowering challenger as well as you create your ultimate legacy. So this audio insight is called Wielding Legacy because as I said, the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. Now in our first episode, I'm gonna be talking about the 3L theory and why it's so important to focus on continually working on this triad of all three parts. So let me explain 3L theory. 3L theory stands for three legacies. And we have three parts of legacy that actually impacts how and what you're doing in the present day. So the first part is your past legacies. The next part is your present day legacies. And then we go out into the future with your future legacy. So past legacies, what actually is this? This is any narratives, any legacies, any mindset, any belief system values that come through from your past. Now, when I do this work, we can go back. It can be ancestral legacies that are coming through. It can be generational narratives. And these legacies, they can also be wonderful. They don't have to be a negative. They can be amazingly empowering as long as they're serving you when you go forward. So, a generational narrative that I've heard many times from clients is we've always struggled. So if you know that this is a phrase that you may have heard in your family or think to yourself right now, what little one-liners did you hear from your immediate family or friends when you were growing up? You know, money doesn't grow on trees, it might be. Whatever it is for you. But what are these throwaway lines from your past, from your immediate friends or family that actually isn't serving you as you move forward? Now, my story. I'm from a pretty kind of lower, lower um, middle class family, kind of almost very traditional to many people, saved up for a couple of holidays a year. My parents are absolutely amazing. But one of the things that came up um, as I started my entrepreneurial journey was a story of a cleaner. So my mother did not have a paid job when me and my sister were younger. She cleaned the house. And when I got to the point that I wanted a cleaner, this was a past legacy of, in a family way, people not having cleaners. So why is it important? Well, there's a couple of things that came up. First of all, I didn't know even how to have a cleaner. I didn't know how to employ a cleaner. I didn't know any of those things because it's never been part of a family legacy that people had cleaners. So you don't know what you don't know. So the first thing is I didn't know how to employ one. How do you look for one? What do you pay a cleaner? I didn't know any of this stuff. 
And that legacy, if I'd followed a family and generational narrative, would have said I would not have hired a cleaner because after all, you can clean your own house, can't you? And that's true. You can clean your house. I don't want to clean my house. I don't know about you. So that could be a past legacy that I could have held on to. Now, what happens with these? This is a past legacy that we want to break the ceiling on. Because if you hold on to that legacy narrative, then you're also not going to upgrade it. And this is what happens with the high achievers that I work with here with the extraordinary entrepreneurs. Because many people I know and I've talked to um, over the many years of doing this have had the clean story, have had the, I don't know people who do this. This wasn't my generational narrative. What do you do? If, as an example, you don't work through your cleaner story. What happens when you go from an upgrade from a cleaner to a housekeeper? Because we are breaking a ceiling again. And this is why going backward to go forward when we come to your past legacy narratives is so important. Also with legacy past. Here's an example of a great way that a past legacy can impact your present. Baseline of income. So if I was to ask you right now, if you looked around your immediate family growing up or your immediate primary caregivers, whoever that might be for you, roughly what you would associate the base income of your family. Can you notice any patterns that that is your minimum that you would want to bring in before you would quote unquote be in trouble? So this baseline of income is something that we can take on. Now, if you are from a family who had a level of money that you have now, you find that the baseline of income comes into your present because that's the minimum that's the normal for you. So that can be a great legacy to bring into your present. One of the things that happens with legacy past is we have tribal behavior. I talk often, and if you've ever seen me doing a presentation or live, it's lovely to meet you here um, in this voice note insight. I talk about my saber-toothed tigers. And I'm back to my saber-toothed tigers right now because this is tribal behavior. In, in saber-toothed tiger land, it wasn't safe if we weren't part of a tribe. So when people talk about legacy past as well, the other thing we have to really realize is this it can be a safety feature. It's not just about um, aspirational. It's actually safety. We are wired to stay safe in tribal um, associations. If we were not part of a tribe, we weren't safe. If we were out on our own, we weren't safe. This is like hard-coded into our DNA. So if you have a legacy right now, a narrative, a belief, a value system, and you are moving past that, that legacy no longer serves you, you want to leave it, you want to create a new one. If we don't have a tribe who also has that new legacy mindset, belief system, values, then we can feel unsafe because we're now in the middle of nowhere and those saber-toothed tigers are going to come and get us. And I use humor. You will get that in the weeks that we'll be talking to each other. I use humor a lot. But let's cut that out right now and say, if for your mind, body, and soul, it is not safe for you to do something because you think it's not safe, you will be the most 
innovative, creative person at creating ways to self-sabotage. Because self-sabotage is to keep you safe. And this is why past legacy mindset, beliefs, narratives, they are so important if especially it's at a root cause safety level. So ask yourself, is there any story that you've told any phrase that you use that you realize actually that's not yours you've heard it from somewhere is there any value any belief system that you have that if you were to say goodbye to that you do not feel safe so legacy past okay legacy present this is the second part of um the 3l theory so legacy present How you show up every day in your present moment is impacted by the legacy past and the legacy future. Where you can end up in legacy present moment with conflict is when legacy past and legacy future are literally having a fight with each other. And you see this when we start coming into the conscious and unconscious mind. Legacy past can often be in the unconscious mind if you haven't uncovered it yet. Legacy future can be in the conscious mind because you've written a goal down. And these two, this conflict that can show up in you can end up with frustration. It can end up, you go around the circle, you feel very stuck. You almost feel a prisoner. You are just frustrated at yourself because you know this stuff, but why aren't you moving forward? So legacy past and legacy present um, can collide together. Legacy future and legacy present can collide together. What is beautiful about the 3L theory is actually when they start dancing. So you may notice, and I'm going to say this right now, that in my speech patterns, it's deliberately a little bit confusing because I'm talking to your conscious and unconscious mind right now because your conscious and unconscious mind need to start working together and your unconscious mind needs to really realize, as I know it can, that you can let go of those narratives. Yeah, that's it. You can let go of those narratives. With legacy present, here's something I want to tell you right now. Because there's a misconception, and you might be holding this misconception about limiting beliefs. If you can say to me right now, you have a limiting belief, and you think it's in your unconscious mind, you are absolutely wrong. Because this is the thing about a limiting belief. As soon as we know it, we can identify it, and people say, oh, I've got a limiting belief of this. Then you've actually put that in your conscious mind. Now here is, and I told you in my intro that I am one of your biggest empowering challenges right now. If you are keeping a limiting belief in your conscious mind, it's a choice. Oh yes, it's a choice. So let me ask you in your present moment, why are you wanting to keep that limiting belief? And I'm always going to be unapologetically the person who asked you these really tough questions because to create your ultimate legacy, you need this. Something else that's interesting happens with legacy present. I have seen and witnessed and beholden extraordinary entrepreneurs being able to manifest not what they want in their legacy future, but doing incredible feats of manifestation to keep themselves stuck. So suddenly there'll be bills that will come in that you didn't expect. So there we can't for we can't invest in ourselves going forward because actually that money's now allocated to something that's a real-time present reality. 
And it's, it's beautiful because if that's you right now and you are resonating with that, do you know what? Imagine now when we take that amazing ninja mind skills that you have right now to creating and manifesting these incredible feats to stay stuck, imagine now those superpowers go to creating your legacy future. Oh, you can feel it. And I've witnessed it. I've beholden it. And it is incredible. Now let's come to the third part of the 3L theory, legacy future. Where are you going? Legacy future is important because it's like driving driving your car or like think about your sat-nav. You can get in your car, but you don't often just get in your car to go and drive unless you're actually a car person. But even then you tend to have an idea of where you're going, an idea of destination. Your legacy future is very similar. Because if you don't know where you're going, if we don't have what we call conscious directionality of where what we want to create and the kind of life we want to create and the impact on the world that we want to create, and yes, hell yes, let's talk about the money we want to create. Then how have you got a roadmap to get there? As I'm recording the first Wielding Legacy, we are kind of coming out of the pandemic. We're in that phase right now. And things that I've noticed during the pandemic is people's ability to connect with dreaming without limitations, people's ability to connect with fun, just joyous, you know, gut-wrenching laughter and amazement and awe at what your future could be. That kind of has become disconnected. So when we talk about your legacy future, ask yourself, are you dreaming without limitations? Then ask yourself, are you dreaming big is the next stage? And then are you doing something with what I call the 10X doctrine, which is what I work on with my clients? Can you 10X your dreams in the multifaceted approach that you want to do? And that can be, as I said, creating an impact on the world, which could be your legacy after you are no longer here. That could be your for your family. That could be in your industry. That could be changing your industry. That can be a leader in your industry. Let's talk about money. Money and legacy is all things that go together. I'm from England and we're British. We don't like talking about sex and we do not like talking about money. By the way, if those two subjects make you uncomfortable, it was so lovely to have you here on the first um, wielding legacy and you probably won't see you again or hear you again because actually we're going to talk about these things because I told you I am your biggest empowering challenger and we are going to talk about it all and when we come to money and legacy how much money do you want how hard do you want your money to work for you how much do you actually want to work and when I say work you should love what you do but how many hours do you want to spend in it what actually is having adventures in your life what do you want to do that's outside of work What age do you want to retire about? What do you want in your pension when you retire? What assets do you want available to you? These are all parts of legacy future. So legacy past, legacy present, and legacy future, the three L theory. And these will be things that we'll be focusing on in wielding legacy. Some of these episodes might be shorter. Some of them might be longer. Some of them might be with other people. Some of them might be just me. All of them are meant that if you listen to me with your conscious and unconscious mind, you will see significant shifts. 
So I'm keeping it brief for the first one. It's been a delight to have you here on Wielding Legacies. And I can't wait to be with you again next week. <laughs>